Hey. Big T-Dog, how are you? Hey. What's up, my uh, BMT buddy? <laughs> <laughs> buddy, maybe Ty? Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm the second half of your six-inch. Mm-hmm, that's right. Your you co-host. sandwich to my artist. Uh, you are the creative director to my fake job title. Mm, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to ask you a question last week, Eric. Last episode, I, I we, we were shoot. talking about we were talking about uh, resolutions for the new year, and oh, I yeah. remembered that uh, you infamously partake in dry curious January most years. <laughs> I was going to ask you, are you dry curious again this month? redheads just in case you didn't know that about me i do well in the previous years i have partaken in uh dry january basically the only month of the year that it makes sense to not drink um it's like the only window of opportunity to do a full month of sobriety because every other month is uh either really fun or really sad uh, Mm. which both require alcohol so Mm -hmm. but this year i much like last year i decided to not do it anymore I said, why am I limiting myself? You know, some people might be uh, wanting to explore the world of sobriety and, you know, checking out <laughs> what it's like to not drink and see how that feels. But I, I'm leaning mm-hmm. the opposite way. I, I want to, I just want to lean harder against that. I agree. It's the world's already hard enough as it is these last few mm-hmm. years. And the last thing you need to do is restrict yourself for me i've actually had one of the uh, wettest januaries on record so far <laughs> yeah um so are, have you been like partying or or what type party bro um no, no not so much i'm a i'm a lone drinker i've been just exploring the cocktail cabinet the last few days uh i occasionally <laughs> slurp back yeah Mm-hmm. When I uh, when feeling a little less creative, cocktails mm-hmm. are actually really great, Eric, because a cocktail cabinet is not unlike, or like a liquor cabinet, <laughs> like her cabinet is not unlike <laughs> a visit to Subway, because you have a limited set of ingredients and you're encouraged to think creatively and how you can b- combine them. The only difference is in a liquor cabinet, it's pretty easy, I think. Pairing. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think one like key difference between like crafting a sub and crafting a cocktail is like in the mixology world. <laughs> first of all, mixology <laughs> is like e- even less respected than like sandwich making. <laughs> like sandwich <laughs> artistry is like cooler than a, being a mixologist. First of all, um, yeah. Facts. Number two, Ty is a. Uh, I think the main difference is like with making drinks, you're rewarded for putting things that don't belong in drinks into drinks, like mm. rosemary or like some random flower. Like this shit is like no one, no one cares about that. It's bullshit. But when you do that, people are like, "Whoa!" and they see it on the menu and they're like willing to pay twenty dollars for it. Where's my rosemary sandwich? Hmm? <laughs> that belongs on focaccia. Why is that Damn. not on the menu at Subway? <laughs> it's you're so right. Like. There's a lot to unpack here, Eric. Like, if you went into a cocktail lounge and someone served you a small little glass that had, I don't know, 
some bourbon and some melted peanut butter in it, you would think yeah. that is a, a some experienced. I I would think. I know, I know. I would wait thirty minutes and pay fifty dollars for that cocktail right there. Um, you would applaud it. It, it. It's almost like in mixology, we celebrate novelty. <laughs> but as soon you, as you, you claim go them? to, <laughs> yeah, you said we. <laughs> you claim mixologists. We we as in uh, uh, the proverbial we. I personally don't celebrate mixology. I agree. Higher mixologists, lamer than artists, Eric. I mean, it's like I just told you, it's all bullshit. Like. Like if I if you add like a hint of something to my drink, it's like, I don't know, it's like some that's on some li- liberal pussy shit. Like, give me some, give me a Heineken or something. <laughs> give give me a PBR for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> give me a PBR. Yeah, skip all the bullshit. Just yeah, exactly. Get in, like get I, out. I drink IPAs, loggers, pills, pissners. <laughs> What that's it? <laughs> a true ale, perhaps. Exactly. I think the challenge, though, the difference between the artist <laughs> and the uh, <laughs> infamous mixologist, Eric, is about power dynamic. And I think the power that dynamic is power, rooted right. in in the um, like testosterone of <laughs> the person behind the counter. So let me break this down for you. When you walk okay. in the subway, you hold all the cards. They don't know what you're going to say, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they have to do what you say. There's this weird like, rule at subway that they do what you When you walk into a bar, it doesn't matter. You can walk into the bar and they have the power to say no to you. Yeah. Kick this guy out. I'm not serving yeah. you. All That's true. They hold the power. Despite me submitting the order, I have control over my beverage as I do at Subway. I can make, I could say, could you put a shot of bourbon with some melted peanut butter and serve that on the rocks with me for me? And they could do it, but they don't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at Subway, they literally have to do exactly what you say. Like they are your little bitch. Um, mm-hmm. But when you go to like a bar, you're the bitch because, you know, they might say, like, sorry, we're out of ice cubes. Fuck you. Or like they might, whatever. Yeah. Like they they can just literally say like, no, no, cut this guy off. He's I saw him slip on the way to the bathroom in his fake Pradas. Yep, Eric's referring to something that literally happened to me a few weeks ago. <laughs> they, the bartender cut me off because their floor was slippery. It's bullshit. <laughs> can you imagine some other drunk idiots spilled something on the way to the bathroom, and then you got you got busted for it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh fuck. But it just goes Ty to and show I were that celebrating. Uh, Ty and I were celebrating our so work Christmas party, and uh, this was like seventeen drinks later. Um, and Ty was real, real wobbly, and uh, he had slipped on the way to the bathroom. And you know, obviously the bartender saw that, and then later came up to me in private and said, "Okay, your buddy over there, he's uh, <laughs> that that was his last drink, by the way." It's nice, calm voice, yeah. And I said, "Oh yeah, no worries." <laughs> What what you don't hear is my side. See, <laughs> I got these Prada shoes on consignment, and I'm pretty sure they're fake because on there's consignment no grip is a, on the bottom. Is a cool way to say Value Village. <laughs> it is. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but the they have no grip in the bottom. They just skirt skirt across the floor, 
And you'd mm-hmm. think that real genuine Italian leather would have a little bit of stick to it. Just like not, the herb and cheese bread is textured. Yeah, I mean, I would call that a disingenuous uh, Italian leather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I digress. The point here, Eric, the point is that the bartender chooses what my drink is. I could ask for a PBR and I might mm-hmm. not get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They even like to flex on you in the menu. Like there's always a menu item for like bartender's choice. Like tell me mm-hmm. what you like and I'll just make something for you. And then you're forced to drink it like a little little idiot <laughs> like a little sitting bitch. there. You're like, a little, little bitch. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I made you a fucking vodka lemonade loser. Now sip on that. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I feel like the bartender yeah. is more likely to build you something around your personality than Subway is for sure. They're going to, they're going to interpret your essence and transform mm-hmm. that into something consumable. That is, we pay big uh, money for that. We pay, pay for that reflection. If you want to spend $20 to look at a mirror, go to a cocktail bar. <laughs> well, that was deep. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like, Bars already specialize in judging you, you know, you walk in, they immediately assess, you know, is this person homeless? Is he, um, you know, going to tip us? Is he going to, you know, leave a shitty review? Does he look like he works for the industry, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. So all of these things are determined in a matter of seconds when you step in the door. And sometimes even before you step in the door, you're, you're patted down, uh, you know, figuratively. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then all you know, your entire experience is based on those five seconds, right? Um, whereas Subway, you're you're able to kind of improvise and build, create your own journey as you go. Every Everything that comes to your mouth is like a step in a different direction. You can like yeah. really just like curate your whole vibe. Whereas at a bar, like, like you already know your destiny or you don't know, so- but they don't. They have assigned you a destiny. (laughs) Sit in that booth, drink this vodka lemonade. Uh, Exactly. I think the difference here, Eric, and the reason that our sandwich artists are so submissive, submarinissive, if you will, submissive, is that... You you almost had it. (laughs) um, They don't have to deal with drunk people. Yeah, they, they do. do. Okay, they do. They have to deal, regrettably so, with the occasional drunk, day or night. But it's not the same amount of, or like, percentage of alcoholics walking through. Actually, maybe it is <laughs> through the subway doors. Yeah. But the point being I, is I think that it's like more day drunks than than night drunks. You know, mm-hmm. it's a very different kind of crowd. Yeah, it's a lot sadder. But when you're dealing with drunks all night as a bartender, I think you have to grow some pretty big meatballs because they're <laughs> incoherent, they're rowdy, they're maybe expressing emotions you've never seen before. Um, so you got to grow big meatballs. But at Subway, because they don't have these like really radical personalities, it's usually just like sad construction workers ordering the same thing, then th- their meatballs stay small. <laughs> That's true. They're not exposed to any kind of conflict. Um, only time, you know, people conflict with them is when they put the wrong sauce on. And that's something that mm-hmm. would keep me up at night personally. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot <laughs> easier for a sandwich artist to, um, like accept that they made a mistake and scrape the sauce off than to try <laughs> to tell that construction, like that blue collar collared patron where to go, you know? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. 
So yeah, dude, I think I the know, solution here, if we want, if we want more confident, more creative, more autonomous, liberated sandwich artists, we need to start serving Subway or serving alcohol at Subway. I think that's the only solution <laughs> here. Either like Subway can bring it on tap. I would love to pour a nice, a nice uh, like juicy, juicy hazy IPA from the Buble machine. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps you and I can just like bring a cheeky Mickey a fireball in. You can put it in your Acti Studios jacket pocket. Thank you, Ty. Um, I think that those are all great ideas. I also think, um, you know, if we're just going to layer on ideas here, I think there should be a menu item that's, you know, artist's choice. I want the artist to look me up and down. I want it to look at my, you know, Balenciaga Croc boots and say, this mm-hmm. guy deserves a, you know, marinara meatball untoasted no sauce sandwich <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah he sees your troop wants the other trooper boots and says this troop needs three mm-hmm. meats today he can see your soul eric mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> exactly um i don't remember the last time i went to a bar and ordered a cocktail and was like wow this is like so cool this is, <laughs> this, is this is so cool guys like usually so cool. i just like try to get like the most basic shit because I just can't stand to like say the name of a cocktail to a bartender. I'm like, like, no, I will not be having the pipe dream today. I, I will be having the fucking vodka soda, please. Or, you know, whiskey, uh, fucking thumb, whatever. It doesn't I, matter. I get that. Cocktail names have gone way too far gone. Same mm-hmm. with beer names, to be honest. It's all out of control. They've gone too far. Like that's a whole. Why would piece. you want to walk into a candlelit room and then ask for something like, "Could I order the uh, the train wreck?" You know. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the train wreck IPA, a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, not only is there like goofy names for that, but you're right. The vibe is also all off these days. They got candles. They got chips. Um. I don't know. These places are all going downhill, bro. Are, are, are breweries trying to be Subway with the amount of chips they're offering on the side? No kidding. Like, can you imagine going into a <laughs> candlelit room and eating hard bite potato chips? Dude, that's the number one <laughs> thing. doesn't add up. That's, the, that's, like, one thing that really pisses me off about, like, bougie sandwich places is, like, sometimes they'll try to, like, um, you know, fuck with you and put, like, chips on the side. It's like, I'm paying, like, $15 or like twenty dollars for a sandwich, and it comes with like Lay's. Oh yeah! Like only Subway is okay to do that. Like Subway is like OG. You buy the chips, you buy the sandwich, you buy the drink. Not fucking this like random artsy cafe that will try like, you know. Yeah, totally. You. It's it's cause it's cause big sandwich and big chip go hand in hand. But when you go order small sandwich, you'd expect like an equally artisanal side. <laughs> even the idea of dabbling in potato chips even slice seems uh, a little bit risque don't you think because it may or may not be confused with a like one of those like natural chip brands mm-hmm. yeah totally i mean like millennial style packaging so i'm gonna assume that it's like sun chips or something i don't know i don't eat any of these things so I'm just going to assume the worst. <laughs> it is kind of ironic that you spent $15 on a 
sandwich at a boutique sandwich spot. And then in the back, they're opening a giant. Whereas at Subway, they're mm-hmm. opening a giant bag of like lettuce and pouring it out. So yeah, like both true. are getting their their food from a bag. That's true. Um, both not so crunchy. Yeah, both soggy. Mm-hmm. Ty, I think it's important to address that we are pre-recording this episode um, for, <laughs> for Friday. So if you're listening to this, that means uh, Eric over here is flying to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, ho- hoping you know everything works out well there. And Ty, you are going to be on the road. Is that correct? Or will you be home? I'll be doing a road trip come Saturday morning. So it's simply your schedule that's putting a little blip in this um, absolutely consistent twice a week podcast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This rock solid podcast. I would be nothing Mm -hmm. without the consistency of this potty. Um, But yeah, when you're listening to this, I'll be, you know, on a flight. I'll have my feet up, you know, in the, the lay flat, uh, first class cabin at of uh, Sunwing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and yeah, I'll be hopefully eating a sauceless BMT. That's the goal right now. So um, I'm gonna after after this, I'm gonna talk to Bay. Say you know what, place an order for me because we're gonna we're gonna be eating Subway on this flight. On me, on put it on the company card. Put it on put it on the card. Yeah, we got some yeah. podcasting funds that. Are about to get freed up, so <laughs> you get extra guac, Eric. Go ahead, treat yourself. Mm-hmm. Release the funds, as they say. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, what can I get, Ty? That you know is on brand or on theme for my Mexico trip um, at Subway. You know, previously Ooh. we talked about how like sandwiches or Subway is like a kind of like Chipotle. It's like a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> uh, Honestly, the first thing that comes to my mind is the shredded cheese on a, mm-hmm. on a meatball, perhaps. Um, if you get them to squish the, the meatball, you might get like, okay, keep the meatball dry. No marinara. Squish yep. that bad boy up, you know? Mm-hmm. Lots of oregano, maybe. Try to Tex-Mex flavor. <laughs> yep, yep. Shredded lettuce, of course. Some shredded in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I need to find out what they put in the Tex-Rex, Tex-Mex wrap at Church's Chicken, because have you ever had that? It's so good. No. Do they put uh, MSG in it? I think they sprinkle some on top, much like the herbs and cheese. Uh, But if I was to guess, I would say it's like diced tomato, um, some onion, cucumber, some bell peppers, perhaps, um, shredded cheese, of course, and then, you know, all the house sauces. Mmm. Do you think you mm. could ask the sandwich artist to dice the tomato for you? They have a knife right there. I know. I don't. I just don't trust their knife cutting skills. Have you seen them cut the sandwich? It's <laughs> a very good point. I, Dude, I, I, mean, I don't want to end up with like a finger in there. I mean, they, <laughs> I don't even know if the tomato is like has enough like just integrity to stay a tomato. <laughs> Once the nice mm-hmm. knife makes contact, it may just disintegrate. <laughs> yeah, so that's absolutely true. Good call. And I've also uh, never ordered Subway at the airport before, so I don't know if uh, that's even possible. Like, mm. like first of all, do they have a Subway at Vancouver Airport? 
<laughs> I'm assuming so. They have subway everywhere. Yeah. And what is the staff like there? Like, obviously, they have to have, like, higher security clearance. Um, so they're probably, like, more trusted individuals and, and better paid. So I'm wondering if the service there is better. Hmm. I, you know, this is my biggest gripe with airport restaurants. I don't, I don't, I haven't been in like the air, the airport Hermes store. I'm assuming it's like the same there, but like all the, all the <laughs> restaurants have always like a weird, like a, a few weird rules because mm-hmm. they're in an airport. For example, the Starbucks at YVR, Vancouver International Airport, doesn't accept like, the Starbucks rewards program. And and, oh, really? and, it's, and I asked them why, and they said, because we're in an airport. <laughs> like, <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> so I'm sure Subway has a weird rule like that. Like, maybe they, they don't, don't let you toast the sandwich because you're at an airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the microwave here is going to throw off the radio waves of the incoming jets. <clears throat> yeah, uh, ground control said we're not allowed to use that. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah this toaster actually qualifies as a um you know murder weapon so we're not allowed to have it in the airport couldn't um, get it through security no sir um that's a good good point i wonder like what you know potential ingredients they might have that are uh you know flown in direct you know they're at the airport so they might stay fresh longer I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. pulling at strings here, Ty. I'm trying to figure, I'm trying to make this experience as good as I can. <laughs> Do you know if the subway at YVR is before or after security? Oh, I want to say after. I think um, it's after. I think it's after in the international terminal. I know there's a churches, there's an A and W, there's a Starbucks, mm-hmm. and there's like a weird like no name brand sushi restaurant. There's also um, a weird no-name brand Mexican restaurant in a in a Vancouver Canucks themed pub. Oh yeah, dude, that's the that's the weirdest fucking place ever. That's like the that's like insulting. It's like it's like we we don't even like want to like create a name for ourselves. We're just the Canucks bar. <laughs> I was gonna ask you if there's a subway outside security as a pre pre security meal. <laughs> do you how many sauces until the TSA takes away your your sandwich? <laughs> that's true. Um, I think 100 milliliters. So yeah, like two that's sauces. like two sauces, and now it's a fluid. Your sandwich, according to the government, is a fluid. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And technically, therefore, it can be used to create a weapon of mass destruction. Ty, that's that's unbelievable. Do you For think? Sure. Um, Okay, so what's the move here? If if uh, the sandwich, you know, the restaurant, the subway is before security, does that mean, um, you know, is that a good or bad thing? Because I have to, A, either eat my sandwich immediately upon arrival, which will be at like 7 a.m., <laughs> which is a bad right. idea, or risk embarrassment by carrying my sandwich all the way from like the entrance of the airport to through security, through TSA through the border um, onto the plane probably wait with the sandwich for like three hours mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and then finally when I get on the plane I can eat this thing and by then who knows what will happen to it um, so mm-hmm. what, 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 do you, what do you think I should do Ty 
Mm. But pray that the subway's behind closed doors. Whew, this is quite the dilemma you have, Eric. This is 12 inches of, of decision-making. I <laughs> would say that if you have to order the sandwich before the security checkpoint, don't toast it, go sauceless, and just stick to a six-inch so you can keep it in your carry-on. Ooh. The last thing you want to do is have too many sauces. And then you, you know how there's always that one guy at security. He's like usually pretty sweaty and he's like trying to drink his whole Gatorade bottle at once because some <laughs> guy in a, some chap in a suit told him he can't go through. You don't want to yeah. be that with 12 inches of sandwich. That would be social suicide. Can you imagine I'm sitting at the like bin area to like my shoes. I'm not even wearing shoes anymore at this point. My shoes are I've already gone through and I'm just standing there just like munching away at this fucking sandwich. Damn! Oh, your sandwich digested <laughs> like forty-five seconds, and then you have to sit in an airplane for six hours. Mm-hmm. You don't want that on you. Yeah, I can name one explosive device that's not going to be caught on uh, on the <laughs> on the X-ray and it be in my <laughs> in my pants. <laughs> Truly, a weapon of mass digestion. Absolutely, enough to bring down the air pressure in that cabin. Yeah, well, uh, so I uh, hope and pray that this subway is post-security checkpoint. Mm-hmm. I will pray, um, and if not, I'm probably just going to not eat, because that's honestly the best way to get through a flight. Just don't eat. Mm-hmm. You know I, I mean? love that. Yeah. You're I'm, I'm saving eating. myself for subway. <laughs> exactly. I'm saving myself for some fucking all-inclusive food, baby. You already know the vibes. You need a uh, purity ring or something. Whatever the sandwich equivalent is. Mm-hmm, an onion ring. <laughs> and a little a little black olive for your Yeah, pinky. absolutely. Yeah. You already know I'm going to be getting a Mexican lager stat when I land. Oh, a cerveza of sorts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A Trader Jose, if you will. Yeah, I'm looking forward to you catching a bottle of coronavirus once you mm-hmm. eat on the beach i'm so jealous of you you're gonna be so you're gonna look like you are toasted thank you my goal is to be as back. toasted as possible That's and, a good goal. Um, i did cop the covid insurance just in case um there should be nah. all right don't worry yeah dude don't worry i got that i'm covered um but you know what if i did have some sandwich insurance i'd feel a lot better going into this weekend <laughs> man subway really needs some sandwich insurance there's two <laughs> types of sandwich insurance you should be able to buy you should be able mm-hmm. to get like destruction of sandwich insurance in case the artist makes a fatal error during the construction mm-hmm. and you should also be able to have like liability insurance in case your body undergoes some sort of physiological reaction as a result of the sandwich mm-hmm, both exactly could be paid out in gift card that'd be fine mm-hmm. store credit only um mm-hmm. you know how like a lot of like juice brands and shit will have like 100 satisfaction guaranteed and if not it's free kind of thing mm-hmm. like i want to be able to get my money back on a sandwich afterwards most companies nowadays yeah. you can complain and you know get something out of it if you truly had a bad experience but i think with subway it's just you're shit out of luck, buddy. I know. It's, it's and like I can't even sue Subway because it wouldn't hold up in court. I made the sandwich. <laughs> yeah. 
I honestly, I feel like if anything, Subway could sue me. Yeah, <laughs> for exactly. what I for what I did to tarnish their brand. Hmm. Absolutely, they would just be like, "Ty, you you keep making horrendous looking subs, and uh, we need to put an end to you. You're not allowed in here mm-hmm. anymore." You ate so much egg salad, you ended up in the hospital, and now that looks bad on Subway. Mm-hmm. Like, it's slander, really. A bad sandwich is slander. It a really slandwidge. Because mm-hmm. There's no way it could be the ingredients. It's the, you know, it's greater than the sum of its parts, for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like the end goal of Subway is like I'm assuming that they have undergone like many many iterations of each ingredient like I'm sure we're on version 47 of the chicken you know because it's, <laughs> it's so water and maybe some garlic powder <laughs> so I would think that like their objective with every iteration of every ingredient is to make it less and less impactful on your body until you're eating base like you're eating nothing that's eventually maybe we already are eating nothing mm-hmm. i think there's a good chance that whatever we're eating has zero nutritional value um and it's simply taking up space kind of like drinking i cement. think so so when subway goes to court with you they can they can say we didn't make you sick look at look at our ingredients our sandwich has no net benefit or ne- negative impact on your body <laughs> <laughs> I know, like you, you knew what this was. Like you, you know, you know why I was here. Like, <laughs> like you can't like plead ignorance at this point. It's like their mm-hmm. their shit's literally not real. Like what? What else is gonna come out? Like the meatball is like made out of tires. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... we fucking knew across the table. Yeah, exactly. Uh, me, me had so, a rubber uh... bullets because it keeps puncturing a hole in my sub. With that in mind, I guess that means the future of Subway is that it becomes a placeholder meal. And by that, I mean a meal in, is only exists to act as a placeholder until a real meal can land on your plate. Yeah, so absolutely. Sub, the, the future Subway clientele is simply a procrastinator. Mm-hmm. And I think this aligns really well with bringing it onto a plane because... Um, all I really need to do is survive for the six hours that I'm in the air, you know? I need to, like, you know, take the sub, take the sub down. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take the sub down and then pray that it's gonna keep me full until I land and hopefully knock my ass out. Because if that thing will lay me to sleep, um, then, you know, I'm a happy camper. Yeah, I see one... Uh three possible outcomes happening after you dish back 12 inches eric only Mm -hmm. one of those three things is good you're either going to fall asleep that's great you're going to still be hungry or you're going to really need to use the airplane bathroom oh no i've been i've been in all three scenarios uh (laughs) (laughs) same time and and, and, yeah almost the same time but the last one definitely is the worst um there's also another thing, you know, if the subway is pre, pre-check, I have to, you know, order it in front of my LP's family. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then make everyone wait <laughs> while wow. I get my sandwich. 
and then carry that stinky thing all the way through to the you know boarding gate and then and then what not even offer them a bite so that's a really damaging moment there as well so i'll have to play it smart you know i'll have to be on my toes um but you know i'll have to report back next week ty it's a fine line you're walking my friend i don't envy your situation (laughs) i mean if i do come on top then you will be envious but it's it's rare let's just say that now i know at some airports you can do the tsa pre-check where you are already signed off by the government as like safe to fly so i'm wondering if if you got to the airport a little earlier you could pre-check the sandwich (laughs) get it in one of those like really like uh i don't know hygienic plastic bags that are sealed shut Mm-hmm. Uh, send have some man with a tray carry it through security. That's it, really that cool. way it's nowhere near you and do, it, nothing to do with you until you arrive on the other mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really smart idea. You can almost get like one of those du- duty free bags, but like mm. one that's like vacuum sealed or something, where it's like kind of like when you slip your phone into it, like when you go to like a comedy club, it's like this is like sealed off and no one's touching it. Um, you know, just to verify that. Yes, this is the same sandwich that I purchased at the um, Blue Check subway mm-hmm. at the airport. Uh, mm-hmm. Security, you know, assured. Mm, yeah, you need a security seal of some sort. And if you use the duty-free bag, someone walking by may even just confuse that foot long for, like, perhaps a bottle of, like, I don't know, the Kendall Jenner tequila purchased <laughs> duty-free to bring home. Yeah, exactly. Um, that is a good move. And I might even show up really early to the airport before my LP's family, you know, get all this done out of the way and out of the way, out of the way, and then <laughs> stuff it into my Ramoa and off we go. Easy. Mm-hmm. Check that shit. Eat it in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I know. Right. I can't wait to hear like the TSA agent be like, like wow, is that a, What's this like weapon you have in your, in your uh, pocket? Is that a real missile? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Torpedo. What is that? Damn. Oh, man. Last time I, I flew, I did get pulled over <laughs> at TSA because I had a burrito candle in my suitcase and they had to interrogate me about that. <laughs> oh, no way. What were they yeah. worried about? You were going to light that shit up on the plane? I guess so. They were like, honestly, the airplane needs it. That it's so stanky on there. It is it smells stanky. like feet and ass. <laughs> There's a lot of feet and asses on that plane, so it makes sense. So <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did end up carrying the Byredo Woods candle, and it honestly was such a good vacation flex uh, to have that in the hotel room last time. So definitely, we'll be doing that from now on. It's excessive, uh, but you know, very on brand. I don't think it's excessive whatsoever, my friend. I always travel with a candle. I love that. Everywhere I go, there's nothing better than lighting up a (laughs) bougie candle in your hotel room. Because I honestly think that, like, after you get, like, four stars and above, they should supply you with candles in the hotel room. But we're obviously not there yet as a society. Yeah, that's true. We do live in a society. Thank you for that addition. <laughs> well, Ty, I will be battling against um, you know the U.S. government this weekend. 
um, you know, carrying my footlong, carrying my candle, um, mm-hmm. my Marvis toothpaste, you know, things of that nature. All very sketchy, if you ask me. So mm-hmm. I'll keep you updated, but I'm 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 hopeful. And uh, let's from pray Paris, to God. Toothpaste let's pray from to God. Uh, yeah, exactly. Shoes from Italy too. Let's Sandwich pray that Italy. this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I keep cutting you off. God damn it! You're right. Sandwich from Italy. Um, damn, I don't know what else to say about that. That's the episode title, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> it's imported. Imported. Hey, buddy. Talk to you next week, and uh, hope you have a safe drive home. Yeah, thank you. I hope you have a safe flight and don't catch the novel coronavirus. I won't. <laughs> it's made up. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, think fresh, everybody. Ciao. Ciao.